Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, you're worthy of it all. If we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't thank you enough. Because you made plans, thank you, sir. You made plans for us. And because your plans don't line up with our plans, sometimes we think you've forgotten us. But you never forget. Because you know what's best for us. Even when we don't know. Even when we don't have a clue. You know, we thank you for the opportunity to stand in your word, to walk in your word, to live in your word. We made a decision that nothing else is going to praise you. I'll praise you like we will. We thank you. No rock is going to cry out for us, for you, because we are going to worship you. Every chance we get, Holy Spirit, just show us in a moment of time what you've done for us, what you've shown us, who you are to us, how you've blessed us. And I thank you that it takes a quick second. I'm talking to you out there too. All over the world is watching. The Holy Spirit is showing you right now the last thing that God did for you. We just thank you that we receive it. We open to it. We have it. We have it now. We have that knowledge. We have that insight. We thank you in advance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Raise your, raise your hand. Who, who, who got something? Who showed you something? Who told you something? See you in the back. Give, give her a mic. Your, your hand is up right here. Go ahead. You got the mic. So go ahead and say what he did. What he showed you. He showed me how he led me through my life. Okay. Led you through your, yes. your life. Okay. So you didn't do it. Nope. He led you. Done it. And you, had to, you just followed him. Yep. Okay. Uh, those are online. Just go ahead and fill it in. Who, who else over here? Okay. Pe peace. He, gave you, he showed you peace. How he gave you peace. Okay. Uh, Who's online? Just give it up. I mean, you had your hand raised. Just, just tell me what happened. He showed me when an intruder um, came into my house unbeknownst to me that he saved my life. He saved your life. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Restored my marriage. Restored your marriage. Okay. What else? Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. He breathed his breath into me. Breathed his breath into me. Tell you what it did for me. I was a messed up guy. And he had the nerve to call on me to minister his word. You understand what I'm saying? The nerve, because I would have never thought me. I thought he would show somebody else, but me? Then he, he, he took out the rough places. Y'all got any rough places? I mean, some of y'all are perfect. I understand that. But he had to take out the rough places in me. And he's still taking out stuff every day. You woke up this morning. You walked into the church. Nobody had to carry you in. If you're driving, you drove yourself. Oh, oh, you can talk too? You can see? You can hear You can hear worship? You knew the notes? You could sing the words? When you sit down, you're going to sit on, on a nice cushion? Some people can't sit. They got to lay. But see, he's talking to you today too. 
So he is a good God. Somebody got the hand raised back there. What you got? I, I thought for a while that I would not be able to walk again. Okay, come on there. But you walked in here? Yes. Okay, all right, just check it. Y'all can have a seat. <laughs> when God sent you sandpaper, say that's a person. Were you able to change based off that sanding? Y'all talk to me. Talk to me. We, we got a conversation in the church. So you thought it was a messed up situation, but that sandpaper that he used caused you to grow, change. Okay, go ahead. Happened, but it wasn't a happy situation. It wasn't a happy situation. In okay. the midst of it, it looked like death, destruction, pain, and anger. Cool. There it is right there. But what it came out to was my blessing. <laughs> It came out to some of the loved ones that I loved the most in my life. Come on now. And it all came through something that I did not want. <sighs> Amen. Thank you for sharing. We got some other people want to share, but, but that's okay. Let's go ahead and do our creed. But I'm minding my own business. He talked about that sandpaper. That sand, because everybody knows what sandpaper is, right? <laughs> you might not. None of us like the sandpaper. Amen. <laughs> all right, let's do our opening confession. Y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. You got something? Somebody give him a mic. So, Pastor, when you talked about sandpaper, um, a lot of you guys know I'm an I'm a auto detailer, and um, I do headlight restorations. And sometimes when the uh, headlights get yellow, I have to use sandpaper. Okay. And the sandpaper I use, I use it in different grit. Okay. And the hardest grit takes off the yellow. Okay. And then the finest grit kind of levels everything out so I can buff it. Um, so what I'm saying is that the people that God placed in my life, you, Curly, and my wife, Rosalyn, are sandpaper to me. And when I clean those headlights, I can see clearly. Oh. People can see clearly when they drive at mm. night. And I've, because you guys are in my life, I see a lot of things clearly now. Glory to God. 
I appreciate you sharing. Thank you. Because we don't like that saying, people. No. Because see, <laughs> let, let me go ahead and get started. Let, let's talk about logic. Y'all ready to logic? Okay. All right. So, because I got to give you steps. Everybody needs steps, right? So step number one about launching in the deep, because we, we, we got away from the shadow water, didn't we? Because that wasn't getting us what we wanted. We wanted bigger. We wanted more. So uh, number one, ask God for wisdom. In James chapter one, through, uh, one, chapter one, five through seven, the Amplified says, if any of you lack wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstance, raise your hand if, if, if I'm talking to you, a decision or circumstance. Everybody in here ought to raise their hand. But anyway, he is to ask of the only benevolent God who gives to everyone graciously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given him. So, so, so what's rebuke or blame? You, you, you ask somebody a question for help, and, and they go, well, you know it's your fault. Am I lying on anybody? If you had did what I told you to, never use the word as I told you. No, don't, don't use that sentence. Don't remind people where they fail. Don't do it. Because, see, as long as they're talking to you, you can help them grow. But the moment you start bringing up, well, I told you so, they're not going to go to you anymore. But what if you are the person God wanted to use? Like Spencer said, what if he got start, started with the rough grind paper, sandpaper, and then now you got a malaversion? Because, see, you only need to have a few things adjusted. I'm, I'm just saying. But he said right there, if anyone lack wisdom, you can ask of God, who gives freely. He don't charge you for that. You ain't got to take him to the movies. You ain't got to buy him dinner. <laughs> Some people, you ask questions, yeah, how, how much is, I mean, what, what, what you going to give me for that? I'm just talking, y'all moaning like y'all know what I'm talking about. But he must ask. Who, 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 who got to ask? The person with the challenge. But ask for wisdom in faith without doubting God's willingness to help. So God want to help us. But, but the only thing he's asking us to do is to ask. Because right there it said, but he must ask. How else are you going to get it unless you ask for it? For the one who doubts is like a bellishing, you know, like billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. So when you, you, you don't ask, you just, and, and once you ask, you got to believe. So write this down. Once I ask, what's one step I need to do in order to activate what I asked for? I, I hope y'all got that because that was annoying. <laughs> once I ask for it, ask the Holy Spirit, what do I need to do to activate what I just asked for? For example, if you need a job, you just ask the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit say, okay, I, I got it all lined up. I got it all set up for you. Then what are you supposed to do? Apply. But the one who doubts, toss to and fro. See, see, don't ask 12 people one question. Uh-oh. Because depending on what their spiritual growth is, they're going to give you the wrong answer. Ask somebody, I'm just, if I can just be real with you, ask somebody that got wisdom in that area. Don't ask, and I'm not being critical, I'm just giving it out there. Don't ask somebody that's poor how to get rich. Because write this down. God said, by their fruit, you should know them. 
So if you're looking for the fruit and you don't see it, why are you asking? Do they have fruit in relationships? Or this their fifth divorce? Ain't, ain't looking at nobody. I'm looking at the exercise. This, this slide number one, too. I mean, we, we use wisdom, guys. Just because you come a, become a Christian, don't be dumb. I, I used the word. I just got it out. I don't have no children here. Drew not here, so he won't correct me. Yes, sir. Drew will get you down. Y'all heard Drew last week. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I know Drew. <laughs> I think he walked home last week because he, he, he messed with his mom and his dad. But anyway, let me get back to the subject. For such a person ought not to think or expect that he will receive anything at all from the Lord. You're asking, but you're not believing. You're asking, but you're not acting. You're asking, but you're not doing. If you don't do what's required to get what you ask for, it will not manifest. Everywhere you look in scripture, there's a part we play, but God always has to play. Making, so what, what you need wisdom for? What you need to talk to God about? When you're making a major or significant decision, like a career change, you, you, you feel like it's time for you to leave the current position that you're in, you might need additional finances, but you're getting ready to make a career change. So you need to ask God for wisdom. When is the best time to do that? Is now the best time to do that? Do I need college for that? Do I need to take classes for that? Don't just jump out and say, you're getting ready to do it. Ask him, is this the right time? What are the adjustments I need to make? Who do I need to talk to? Go ahead, Rod. Do not hear. Go, go ahead. It might come your way. It might come your way. With what you're saying, I've always done hair. Uh-huh. I mean, for many, many years. Okay. And so when I made the um, change to change a, go into a new career, it was like, oh my gosh, what okay. is this? It's like the first month I wanted to quit. Okay, like first this, month. Okay. I don't know how to do this. And it was, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to do. Good show idea. me mm -hmm. what I need to know how to do this. Okay. And it got easier and easier. Okay. Glory. Thanks for sharing. And, and, and guys, get, get an understanding that when you ask, uh, what, what's your name? Okay. How, how quick did Curly tell me her name? She, she looked at me with a little look because that's my wife. But how fast did she say her name? I ain't want to waste time with Benetta because I know she would say something special. But anyway, anyway, that's how fast the Holy Spirit talks to us. When we ask something, he tells us. So, so don't ask and run, ask and listen. Yes, ma'am. Another thing with that is that even though I made mistakes, a okay. whole lot of mistakes, uh -huh. yeah. it still got easier and easier. So even though I could hear from the Lord, it mm -hmm. was still I made mistakes okay. along the way. Okay, okay. all right. But, but it came out. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. a lot of times... <laughs> We, we want to do things because we're in God. We don't think we're going to make a mistake. But that's what grace is called. Grace is when I get what I don't deserve. I'm telling you guys, th 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 this is it. Oh, okay, so what's another? Oh, relationship issues. Anybody got? No, no, don't even raise your hand on that. <laughs> don't even raise your hand on that. We got to give a lot of people a ride home. <laughs> relationship issues. Anybody got any relationship issues? I I'm going to keep going. Relationships. Getting, getting with, talking to, trying to get someone to understand. Write this down. The more you talk, the less they listen. Uh-oh. Okay, I see somebody rolling their eyes at me. 
<laughs> Understand people's threshold. What they can, some people can listen for 10 minutes, some for 10, some for five, and some for one sentence. Just, just be willing. Can, can I give y'all a secret? I'm going to give y'all a secret. When you're talking to somebody and they're standing up, look at the feet. Just look down, but don't do like this. You know, look at the feet. If you see their leg go this way, that their foot goes that way, what, what, what are they thinking about? You understand? And they, if the judge starts switching up the subject, you know, you're talking to them about change, something they ask you about, and then when they switch the subject up, some people will even apologize and say, well, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Holy Spirit is so awesome. I remember um, just asking Holy Spirit, so how do I deal with my husband? How okay. do I, not just so much just deal, yeah, deal. Mm -hmm. How do I deal with my husband? How mm -hmm. do we get along? And it was so freeing to hear him say, treat Spencer the way that I want Drew, my son, mm -hmm. his wife, to treat him. Glory to God. Now, was that God? Absolutely. Because Spencer started getting treated better. <laughs> Cause she she loved Drew. They loved Drew. So when when the Holy Spirit know what what to go to the source of stuff, he knew Drew thing would would, would strike it up. That's us. Spencer ain't know what happened. Cause she she ain't tell Spencer about it. So Spencer just know all of a sudden he got meal. He loved. She kissed him, hug him, touch him. All these things. Start. Am I lying on you, Rod? Okay, Rod is shaking the head. She said, No, you're not lying. But when you got relationships, you need to ask God about it. Sometimes it's time to go. Uh-oh. Sometimes it's time to go. Some relationships just don't work. Amen? Sometimes it's just time to go. It's time to allow the relationship to end. It's time to go. But the one thing you want to do before, as you are leaving or preparing to leave, you always treat people with honor and respect. Don't be cussing them out. Don't be hitting them in the head. You know? And keep it to yourself. Amen? You get counsel for it, but you keep it to yourself. Don't, don't share things that somebody else can bring up. Because some people are supposed to be your friends. They not. What about parenting? Asking God for wisdom. Because we was on our knees. <laughs> You got to pray. You got to ask God, how do I do this thing? About raising our children to have you in their heart. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You can't act special around your children and think they won't notice it. Your child laying in bed and you say it's time for church and they say, Mom, Dad, I don't feel good. Well, lay hands on them. Look, you, you were playing just five minutes ago. <laughs> All last night you were playing. You were in bed. I put you to bed early, but you ended up doing what? Playing with something. Your children don't tell you whether to go to church or not. Because my Bible says, raise up a child in the way that they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from that. That word, train up a child, means that you're training up according to their gifting and calling. My mom and dad knew there was something in me about God, and they taught me how to pray. Because they were training up what? That gifting that was on the inside of them. Uh, you got a question or a statement? Yeah, statement. <laughs> okay. Yes, about about the child. Yes, you let them know the night before that, uh, as the saying goes, come hell or hot water, you're going to church. Yes, ma'am. So okay. in other words, whatever you do uh -huh. in the morning, you're going to get up because you're going to be in church. Amen. Uh, Tim and Madeline, where, where Madeline at? 
we, 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 we were special. We, we stayed out all night. But our butt made sure some of us climbed in windows. I ain't calling no names. But come Sunday morning, we was in church. Mom and dad didn't have to look at us because we saw them go to church. And nobody in that house was going to stay in the bed or stay in the house if they went to church. So they trained us up. On Sunday, you supposed to be in church. So you train up a child, but you ask the Holy Spirit, ask, ask for wisdom. How do I deal, how do, what do I teach my children about behavior, about honor? They, they see some child at school cussing a principal out or a teacher out. They think, okay, they did it, I can do it. Guys, you, you guys got to get this thing. When something is unleashed in the spirit realm, it translates to the whole realm. One person goes into school with a gun and shoots. Then another person says, okay, now, now y'all just check it out how it's state, it's different states. So he did it. So now something got on the inside of me that says, I can do it. And guys, I'm telling you, it manifests itself. So you train up a child. You talk to your child. Talk to them about honor and respect. You know what I mean? They, they got some little video where a little kid is, is, is in preschool and the teacher tells them to do something, and the child says, no, I'm not going to. You, you saw it in the Yeah, little girl. I mean, my girl go deep order. You know, I don't like how you said this or did this and so forth and so on. Girl didn't learn that by herself. She saw mom or dad operate in authority towards someone when it wasn't the right time or the right place. Guys, I'm telling you, you ask the Holy Spirit how to teach, what to show your children. But don't correct them all the time. Because, see, you don't want your child come around you and go another way. Understand? I mean, they can be upset with you, disappointed in you about something, but you made sure you told them correctly. You didn't holler and scream. Amen? But just ask God for it. Interacting with others. Ask God how to deal with, process difficult people. How many of y'all know a difficult person? So, so turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you the one? What'd they say? What'd they say? <laughs> what, what'd they say? <laughs> Elizabeth, what'd she say? What'd she say? Okay, okay. Because see, sometimes you don't know you're the difficult one. Next time you go in the store and you see somebody, they running the other way. Are they running from you? I mean, how do you... Now, can I tell y'all a secret about difficult people? Let me put the other part up, too. And dealing with liars. Let me deal with the difficult people first. <sighs> difficult people have gotten what they wanted based on how difficult they have been. So when you find out that something works for you, you use it. Amen? I'm lying on anybody. You're not the one, are you? D difficult people, they wake up mad. Can I give you a secret to a lot of anger? They're not pleased with themselves. So they mad at who they are because they are who they are. Was people have tried to minister to them, but they got mad at them. People who are thankful don't spend time being mad. They will get mad, but they won't stay mad. Translation, they won't live mad. It'd be Christmas Day. You, you get a brand new car. You'd be mad because it's the wrong car. But you didn't buy the freaking car. Somebody bless you with it. I'm just, I'm just telling you guys, difficult people, the Bible says, can I say what the Bible says? It says, as much as it lies within you, 
live at peace with all men or mankind. So if it depends on me, then what's some of the things I can do if it depends on me? Avoid them. Nicole say avoid them. Okay? Speak, smile, walk free. When they ask you a question, they don't want the answer. They want you to, to be quiet long enough so they can tell you what the answer really is. Well, I don't like your, your answer to the question. Difficult people will spend less time with them. But pray for them, guys. You got to pray for them. You got to pray for them. Because think about Jesus. He, he spent some time with some difficult folks called us. But his grace and his mercy. I'm telling you guys, difficult people don't want to change. But they'll look at you and get mad because of you who you are. People seem to like you. Around difficult people, you see everybody go the other way. Everybody go the other way. Spend less time with them. If it's your family, spend less time with them. Y'all heard what I said, right? Because I'm telling you, they, they mad at somebody all the time. But if it starts with themselves, you don't stand a chance. When they ask you a question, they don't want to answer. So rephrase it. So I, I know I'm going to get a lot of this in, with you guys. Rephrase it. So what do you think? They ask you a question. Well, well, well Pastor, what do you think about such and such? And, and I'll just rephrase it. If, if you're a difficult person, what, what, what do you think? So now we know. <laughs> uh huh? <laughs> huh? Okay? I'm telling y'all what I do. That's a signal that y'all, y'all a difficult person. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things my wife said to me, she said, Paul, one thing I got to say about you, you are intentional about everything you say and do. So I just told y'all. So next time y'all ask me something, I said, well, what do you think? Okay? <laughs> Faith, you with me? You with me? Okay. Okay? But dealing with liars, the thing about liars, just, just look them straight in the face. Look them straight in the eyes and don't blink. Don't blink. It's registering with their subconscious, but not their conscious. So they will walk away, and they'll say to themselves, um, they, 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 they saw something. Because see, liars, you don't spend time trying to get them to stop lying. Because it's worked for them. Now, after about the third time, you can say something. Just say, stop lying, man. <laughs> Won't you stop lying? Or another question you ask is, why are you lying? And, and, and be ready for it. What, what, what do you think is going to happen? Y'all give me an answer to that. What do you think going to happen when you say, why don't you just stop lying? I got one right here. Might come your way. What do you think is going to happen? But every now and then, you'll let them know that you know they're lying. But don't make it a history because you're going to be spending less time with a liar. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And you can say it. You're lying again. <laughs> See, when... when <laughs> A liar has a defense mechanism that what they say is not going to be good enough. So they feel like they got to add to it. But, but see, this is the whole damn time. Don't let nobody take your peace. If you're not the liar and they the liar, then you enjoy yourself. But when you do lie, you ask for repentance right away. You know you lie. <laughs> Might come your way. Why don't we feel like we got to change everybody? Who changed us? Somebody said, Paul planted, Apollos watered, and God gives the increase. It didn't say Paul planted, Apollos watered, and Paul, this Paul, is going to give the increase. 
You are responsible for telling somebody something, somebody else responsible for watering what you told them, and then only God can give the increase. When we changed, it wasn't us. It was the God on the inside of us. All right, Mike? Okay, yes, ma'am. Or yes, sir. I used to watch, um, I used to work with someone that would lie, and it was like maybe after a year of working with them that they went into a conversation and they started lying. And I finally said, you know, something about you is that when you start lying, you start stuttering. Okay. And they looked at me with like big eyes, and I was like, yeah, so anytime you stutter in a conversation, I know that you're lying. Okay. And then they just stop lying. So every time they would do that from then forward, I, I would just look at them and they'd be like, yeah, you're right, and they walk okay. away. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thanks for sharing. But I'm just yes, Um, I have a customer. Okay, what what they do? That has a challenge with telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And um, they've done it three times. So that's my number three. Gotcha. Okay, very good. So I don't have conversation with them. It, to the point that I avoid them, mm -hmm. all my conversation is by email. Okay. I want to keep a list and a record mm -hmm. of where. But I, I guess I feel like. Is this person now altering my behavior? Because my natural bent would be to come into your space and say, good morning, see how you doing. But I, I have no desire to have any conversation with you outside of email, contract. What, what does the contract say? What mm -hmm. are we doing? Mm -hmm. And when are we getting paid? Mm -hmm. that, that's wisdom. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wisdom. Because you recognize that they have the capacity to change your mindset. And so you make the adjustment, and you did it. You got a track. It's a track record. Because a person like that might go lawsuit. Y'all understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Some things we don't have to believe God for. Y'all, you heard me say that. He gave us wisdom so we would know better. You don't get in the car with a drunk driver. You know they drunk. You saw them staggering. I don't have to pray and ask God, well, should I ride with them? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know somebody lie all the time. Don't talk to them so much. Make it short and sweet. See, can I give y'all a sign? <laughs> Jesus was perfect. And yet he told us that you're going to have enemies. So we so special, we don't think that applies to us. A person cannot like you just because you you. You speak, you say good morning. You like to eat at the same restaurant. I'm talking about myself now. <laughs> Somebody might not like, well, how come you're not versatile? I'm talking to you, that's verse enough. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I mean, we don't have to fix everybody. Large ticket items. I'm, I'm talking about asking for wisdom. What, what's a large ticket item? A house. A car, education, TV. TV. <laughs> that was a big TV. Said a, wife. a wife. Ooh, ooh. See, see. I ain't blessed with that. One. I'm gonna leave that alone. So you gotta know how to use wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. With all wisdom, <laughs> Nicole said that was a trap. She right. I ain't messing with that. Home is a ticket item. Have y'all sit down and talked about what the budget is? Have you talked about where you wanna live? Ask the Holy Spirit. Well, well, you know, I'm looking for a house. Well, well, what you want in the house? What you want the house to look like? He said, write the vision, make it plain. So when you see it, you'll run to it. When you see the house, you should be running to it. Cars. What kind of car you want? Do you have insurance? Do you have a license? 
get the car and don't have a license? See, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? If you get the car without a license, what are you going to do? You're going to drive it. See, we talk about, I'm going to be, just talk about wisdom. What about that education? You, you willing to make the sacrifices when you go to school? You get back in school? Have you studied what, what it is you want to learn, how you want to grow in a certain area? You need to ask for wisdom on that. Number two, wait a minute, let, let, me, go, let me go back one. Ask God for wisdom. So y'all know Solomon? Solomon in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5 through 14, he, he, he was in charge. He was king. He was in charge. And so he, he had a dream. Anybody had a dream? He had a dream, and, and he was talking to God, and, 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 he, and God asked him, he said, well, what can I do for you? God said, Simon, I mean Solomon asked for an understanding heart to judge the people wisely. Because, see, he was a king, so he had to deal with people. You think he dealt with liars? You think he dealt with difficult people? Because see, some people don't don't agree with the position you're in. Not because they applied for it, because they saw a difference. Depending on your position, you have to grow with people. So Solomon, he said, uh, you know, to judge people wisely. But check this out. God was pleased with his answer. So pleased, in fact, that God said, I tell you what, not only am I going to give you the wisdom to, to govern the people, but I'm going to give you wealth and longevity. You mean to tell me we can ask God for wisdom and we can get wealth? Because when you ask for wisdom, God always thinks outside the box. You ask like this, but God blesses us like this. So while you were asking for wisdom, he sent somebody who knows finances into your life. So not only are you going to get the wisdom for what you asked for, you're going to get financial wisdom. He asked for one thing, but he got two things. But, but let me tell you about wisdom. So God always gives us more than we ask for. Would, would some of y'all agree with that? Yes, but, but see, if we're talking about wisdom, we can start out good. With godly wisdom, he gives this to us. But what's the lot of end of King Solomon? God told him in his wisdom. The, now I'm telling you, now Solomon had a lot of, a lot of women. He, he couldn't keep his thing in his pants. I'm just being honest with him. He, he had an issue. He had an issue. But God told him, okay, now this is what I want you to be on the lookout for. Be on the lookout for women that are serving other gods. But he said, okay. Now, he, he, he got a blessing from God, but his whole mindset was, I get to do what I want to do because, after all, I got wisdom. But we can ignore godly wisdom to do what we want to do. Boy, it's quiet in here. Y'all breathing all right? And so those people, those women that were outside of God's will, ended up showing him another God and another God. So you're dealing with 20 women, you're dealing with 20 different gods. To the fact where he even built a temple to honor those things, those gods. But see, his latter end wasn't better than the former. The latter end was worse. So God, when God gives us wisdom, use wisdom for growth. Use wisdom for peace. Use wisdom for victory. And I got to put this in here. Use wisdom for rest. Because when you get godly wisdom, you won't mess with everything. And I'm not just talking about 
relationships. I'm talking about you don't have to be in everything. How many, see, y'all wouldn't raise your hand anyway. How many of us, don't raise your hand, <laughs> feel like you got to fix everything? Appreciate your honesty. I, I see two. It's okay. All right, some people looking straight ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you guys. You don't have to fix everything. So t- give me your definition of Paul watered, Apollo's planted. Paul, Paul planted, Apollo's watered, and God give the increase. What does that mean to you? Because, see, we're we involved in a whole lot of stuff. What, what, what does that mean to you? Had anybody tried to do both of them, plant and water? I mean, with people. Okay. To me, it means that I don't have to be a part of every step. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I didn't went quiet on you, too. Yes, Mike, come your way. What does it mean? Paul planted, Apollo's watered, and God gave the increase. So God is using different people for different steps. Yes, ma'am. Um, it means that when I ask for wisdom, uh-huh. I gotta listen, wait for the Holy Spirit. Okay. Uh, do the work that God has given me to do, and uh-huh. trust that God is doing the work that only God can do. Okay. Only God can change hearts. Only okay. God can change minds. Only God can change lives. Okay. That's that's not my work. Right? Okay, that's not but, your work. Okay. So to pay attention, what's my work? What's God's work? And okay. how is God bringing other people along to the work too? Amen. Okay, you heard it. Anything else? Yeah, one right here. Oh, it's another one. Having patience? Yeah. Okay. Is that challenging sometimes? Of course. Yeah. What, 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 get in there. What, what is it about us and patience? <laughs> we want it and we want it there. Yes, ma'am. Um, oh, she's rubbing the chin. So she, uh, she thinks, what you got, Nicole? What you got? <laughs> I need to stop being obsessed with how the movie ends. Okay. okay I always cool. want to see the ending. Like, how's this going to play out? Okay. Okay. And he's, maybe he's not authorized you to be at the playout part of this okay. movie. Maybe okay. you during the draft when they thinking of the, the theme and okay. you, you got to be open to, yeah, that doesn't look good, but maybe it'll turn out okay. better than I think. Okay. I and appreciate that. I'll never see it. Huh? And, and what? Yeah, maybe I'll never see it. Maybe you'll never see it. Okay. All right. That, that, that's good. Appreciate your answer. Who else? Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. I think it's gotten worse mm-hmm. about I want it now. Okay. As the generations have come up, because we have gotten very impatient on everything. When okay. my mom was growing up, if she had leftovers for dinner, they had to pretty much recook it. Okay. It was put it on the stove, okay. boil some water, all this stuff. Okay. Now we step stuff in the microwave, and the microwave is too slow. Gotcha. Okay. So I think maybe we have gotten so used to getting what we want when we want it mm-hmm. that we actually try to like use God like a vending machine. We, okay. We, we put the prayer in like a dime. We want uh-huh. that thing to drop yes. immediately. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Is she lying on anybody? Everybody in here, raise hand. But, but, you know, it just, I just come back. See, see, guys, when you're having a challenge with God, go to his word. Don't try to figure this thing out. Just go to his word. You have a challenge about something, go to his word. If, if uh, patience is a part of your life, you got a challenge with, then go to his word. Just, just type in patience. And, I mean, you can go to your computer. You can do it on your phone. You want to see everything else. And, and, and look at how many scriptures come up about patience. And then pick one of them. I mean, just read the one. And then when, when you, you, you hear that click, like it's dropping in you, then what you do is you say, okay, that's the scripture I'm going to meditate on. That's the scripture on patience I'm going to meditate on. Because my scripture is, 
He knows the end from the beginning. I'm standing up here bringing forth a message that God gave me to bring. But he already know how many are listening, how many are paying attention, how many are going to change, how many are going to grow, how many are going to prosper. I don't need to see all that. All I need to see is he knows the end from the beginning. If he told me to teach on this, my responsibility is to teach on what he told me, and he's responsible for the outcome. Do y'all realize how many people ever come up and say, thank you, Pastor, for what you shared? I'm going to keep my hands closed. You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm waiting to see what happened, then I'm waiting in the wrong way. He's responsible to make sure that change takes place because he's the one talking to our hearts. It wasn't always easy. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Man, I wonder did they enjoy the word. Now I know they enjoy the word because he's his responsibility. He told me, he told Paul, can I tell you what he told Paul? Because you love, you perform. I don't come up here every Sunday and say, well, you know, I hope they're going to get this. I hope, uh, uh, you know, I hope, man, you know, I hope they enjoy it. I hope such and such. Uh-uh. I come up and do what they told me to do. There's rest in that. There's rest. Guys, when are we going to choose rest? But if patience is your issue, you find a scripture that you can stand on. That means I'll be coming out of your mouth, out of your mouth, out of your mouth. Can I tell you a secret, though? Whatever scripture you look for, that's what's coming your way. Because how else are you going to grow if you don't be tested? Be tested. <laughs> Some people won't even do it because they say, well, it's going to come, so. <laughs> but you're going to beat it. Some of us were in financial issues. They're not financial issues no more. They're victory issues. Because God brought us out. It took you five years to get in, but you want to get out the next day. You ain't changed. You haven't believed any different. You still buying what you bought and more? <laughs> I'm gonna look at the exercise. <laughs> That's a safe place for me. Amen. Any questions? So on 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 uh, happy hour, I'm gonna go to part two. I'm gonna tell you what part two is. So you wanna make sure you pay attention, because this is just the first thing. You gotta ask ask God for ask God for wisdom. There's nothing you can ask him about that he doesn't know. People are being threatened by this AI thing. But the word already says that, that there's going to be an image that will rise up in the temple. And people will think that it is alive. So I always try to line up present day news with what God's word says. In Revelation, y'all take a look at it. Okay. All right, anything else? I'd like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for this opportunity. To, that all we have to do is open up our mouth. We get saved by using words. The same way someone will get damnation for using their words against you. So Father's word clearly says that we have it's as simple as ABC. A, accept him. B, believe in what you just accept. And C, confess him as Lord and Savior of your life. That's how simple it is. So those that are, that are watching all over the world, just go to Romans 10, 9, and 10, and you, you, can, you can get it. You can receive Romans 10, 9, and 10, and you can receive it. And it's just that, that simple. It's just that easy. So those in the congregation, repeat with me. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, you says, call on the name of Jesus and accept him as your Lord and Savior. And you are, in that instance, saved, born again, and will have eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us the Son, your Son, we save now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.